Now's the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Zambi, what do you fear? What do you fear? Consider you find someone mummified. I already like this story. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We just need you to hunt the giant owl. He just looks too suave to be Dracula. <laughs> too suave to be Dracula. Remember, you are bringing her back to life, so there is that. You got that to pony up on. Be afraid. Be marginally afraid. You know what, MB? Go ahead. Take the reins. Start the show. Welcome to Pulp Nightmare. How dare you step in, <laughs> sir? It felt wrong as I came out of my mouth. Just like that dick. Like a dick. Many things are like a dick. Yeah, lots of things. Bangled tigers. Um. Wine. The, the safari? No. No. Why'd you have to knock down, like, the first one I came up with, dude? You could have waited, like, till my third. Because I didn't know how far this bit should actually go. I'm just going to bring up, like, Jeep Cherokees and... Oh, no, that's a dick. Yeah. That's... Open with the Jeep Cherokee and then head to the safari. Okay, you know what? I agree with that. That was my fault. Yeah, you got you to gotta build up to the safari. And starting at the Jeep Cherokee, let me ask you a question about people who drive Jeep Cherokees. Yes. How are they... People? Yes. Um... Gonna be le- I'm going to level with you. I don't think they really are. I think they pretend to be. But it's like it's an invasion of the body snatchers type situation where it's like they can walk around in human form, but they're they're just cut off. They're, they cut off emotionally. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining people who drive Jeep Cherokees as being like Wendigos. <laughs> Wait, you're imagining them being like giant snow monsters? Well, that is a sort of Wendigo, but there are other types of Wendigos. That's the only Wendigo I think of, my friend. Eh, same, to be honest. I'm, and also, that just gives me the amazing mental image of Wendigo driving a Jeep Cherokee. Wendigo! People who drive cheap Cherokees to McDonald's and then sit in the parking lot and eat at their Jeeps. I've seen this happen quite a few times, and I've never just... I never wanted just a plane to drop out of the sky and kill anyone within, like, a mile radius. Even if you're in that mile radius. Especially if you're in that mile radius. No, because at that point, I just want to die. I just I just want to die. I guess we should probably start the show now. This was this is the show. What are you talking about? I'm Mike. I'm MB. This is fucking Pulp Nightmare. Hey, audience. Why do you make us do this? No. <laughs> <laughs> We slowly approach each other. All right. Let's just get it over with. Again. We only do this for the money. So and me. We don't even get paid. That's a weird thing. Uh, I hand out Monopoly money from time to time. So, MB, how have you... Well documented. How have you been? Uh, Me? I've been fantastic. Unemployed again. Yes, yes. Which I don't think I've actually said on the show before. Yeah, I'm unemployed again, which is an amazing feeling. <laughs> Get to spend all day not having money. You should try it. No, I, I do. I, no, I, yeah. 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 You don't need to talk about my personal life, MB. What's that, MB? How am I doing? <laughs> well, I'm sorry I was so insensitive. <laughs> Mike, how have you been lately? 
uh, dropping down into a dark miasma of tears and... Right. No, let's not make it Blade Runner. Blade Runner is good. My life is not. But no, no. Well, tell tell us how your life is not Blade Runner. Because frankly, I've been under the assumption it is. Uh, well, no one's called me Coldfish. I call you Coldfish in my heart. I know you do, buddy. But I've been well. We we haven't actually done a just me and you pulp nightmare in quite a while. Well, that without that outsider, that that freak, whatever his name is, yeah. you know the one. I'm sure he's listening. So you know what? You stay out of our affairs. I've always wanted to yell that at somebody. <laughs> just have just yell, stay out of my affairs at somebody. It's like my blood. It goes back to my blood money thing. Like how I've always just wanted to Here's throw cash at somebody money. in somebody's face. Here's your fucking blood money. It's little life goals that keep me going every day. Yeah, that that paints a pretty clear picture, honestly, of how things are going for you. It's like how I've always wanted to defend myself in a fight using my cane. Okay, this is this brings us to an interesting topic because yesterday you revealed something that kind of fits alongside this criteria, which is you just want to sit in a public setting, dress in a gorilla suit. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't and legally you can't be arrested you cannot be arrested for that. No, this goes back to my whole social experiment obsession. Yes. I I like doing things that I can't legally be arrested or asked to leave for, but that's fucking weird. <laughs> and a gorilla suit is like the top of the list. Uh after that is wearing a barrel like an old-timey hobo <laughs> and walking into the post office. Why specifically the post office? Um, I think the post office has this kind of thing coming. <laughs> well, well, I yeah. don't, I, I don't like the post office. Nobody does. Well, it's not just a being there. I don't, I don't like how they play God. Well, see, it's funny you bring that up because I actually had the chance to go to the post office recently, and I opted against it because we have a UPS store in town and even though they charge more i just didn't want to deal with the post office and let's face it's it's that your package is actually going to arrive now yeah that's that's the that's the actual important thing saying that i will totally um go back on everything we just said if we can get pulp nightmare stamps done lick a kinnison look i'll go back on anything as long as we get sponsorship frankly i'll sell my soul very easily i we've said before we can be bought Oh, yes. I can be bought personally. You could turn me into a sex slave if you pay me enough. I could be Catholic if you, you know. Wow. For the right for the right price, I should say. I'm not, I'm not, I don't just give that up free. All the altar boys you can eat. See, here's oh, a problem. Let's face, a, it, I, let's face it, I would be the altar boy. Not. Here's a problem with that joke. I feel as if it dumbs down the reality of what happens to altar boys by assuming that cannibalism is involved. And I apologize for that. But it is involved. It's just a fact. Are you, are you trying to deny the facts, Mike? Are you are you MSNBC, Mike? Wow, topical. I like it. So, MB. Yes. I don't know what the fuck we've been talking about for the past ten minutes, but we actually have stuff to actually bring to the table. You do, anyway. I don't. I never do. I'm too important. Well, you have you to bring, and that's that's just. That's just I'm dandy. the I'm the life of the party. Where's everybody going? Let <laughs> me. What do you have for us? All right, Mike. I think it's time we break out that old theme tune and 
Wrestle us up some MB's news desk. Get low underneath MB's news desk. That's that's inappropriate. Holy fuck shit. You weren't expecting that, were you? I'm fucking mesmerized. You heard it here live. Just read your goddamn story, MB. Alright. First. And this one I've been holding on to for a long time. I don't know. Should I bring this one out? Or should I? You know what? <laughs> to steal from somebody else's playbook... I'm going to read you all of the headlines, and you're going to choose which one we read first. Wait, do I get to know which one is the most important one of them all first, or do I have to try to figure out which one it is? Yeah, you have to try to figure out which one it is. Okay. Okay. Batman arrested after threatening to blow up hospital. That's the one. No. Well, I've lost already. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Men shunning sex. Okay. That's a headline. I I swear to God. And... Pornhub's new wearable tech lets you use masturbation to power your smartphone. That's the one. Okay, that's the one. Yes. You got it on your second attempt, so, you know, not bad. Could have got it on your third attempt. You know what? As much as I want to build to what sounds like the best one, just do that, that, do that right now. <laughs> that. I want to know. I want to buy whatever the fuck this is. Okay. The ambitious and always interesting PornTube site is entering the tech sector with a wearable watch that can accumulate gadget-charging power by way of up-and-down motion. (laughs) Specifically, the motion that one uses when they masturbate. The unisex – by the way, it is a unisex product. Just want to point that out. I don't think that that would – well, maybe, but I I don't feel like it would charge it enough. As much power as a dude, like if she if they were if she was using a toy, but still it wouldn't be the same. I mean, we are very feral when it comes to that kind of stuff. Just Maybe if she was fisting herself, <laughs> which is possible, you never know. The unis the unisex product is called, and I I swear to God, I'm not making a joke. The unisex product is called the Wank Band. And it allegedly has the ability to save the planet one stroke rub at a time, thanks to a USB port that will allow users to access what the above video calls dirty power energy reserves. This is created by Plunder, isn't it? This is his newest scheme. <laughs> to suck the energy out of sex and use for his own means. That bastard. Uh... So, is this the key to energy independence that so many politicians have been groping for? Gosh, I hope so. That was the uh, article writer's opinion. Thanks, guy. Yeah. Just imagine America grabbing hold of the nozzle and taking control of the pump. <laughs> green, <laughs> green this guy's <laughs> having a lot of fun, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Green grass under a cloud-free sky as people pull shifts at the old spank farm. The old spank farm. That's where my grandpappy used to work. That version of the future is so bright we've got we've all got to wear shades because we're also not going to leave the house anymore because of all the efficient masturbation. I, I thought he was going with we all have to wear shades because cum's just flying all over the place. I thought he was going to go for a blind joke because you know you right, do it too uh, much you go blind type of thing. But no, he went a different direction. I'm impressed. I'm and also. In all seriousness, this sounds too good to be true, but Pornhub and the Wank Band are looking for beta testers, so who knows? Maybe this is the next natural step in a long-ago forged marriage between technology and pornography. Beta testers. I know. Like, wouldn't you kill 
to beta test for that? I don't. What, what are your notes? Like, well, it, it stayed works. on. Um, like it's like, well, uh, how, how how fast was your masturbation? I mean, it was. Do I need to clock it? Uh, do I need to like write down notes while I'm going? And also, like, if you do that, doesn't it just take the fun out of it? Like, doesn't that completely kill the mood? If you're just like, yeah, within strokes, it's like, oh, I have to write down like such and such. Also, quite frankly, I don't know if I want to wear a watch while masturbating. Uh, watches wouldn't. Watches don't really. The idea of a watch doesn't bother me. It's a ring that bothers me. Well, some people are into that. I'm not one of them. No, neither am I. Neither am I. Neither am I. That's a Mike and MB fact for you, folks. <laughs> That's your pulp facts for this evening. Mike and MB don't like a ring on their chest. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, I didn't say that. Did I, I, tell, you, I, did I tell you that I that I uh, found the the vibrating condom? No, vibrating Johnny. And you said you bring nothing to the table. Tell me of this. Um, it really, I was kind of disappointed. Like I thought it was going to be like an actual condom. It's more of like, uh, maybe there is, but the only one I was able to find is essentially just a cock ring that you put on over the condom or underneath the condom or whatever the fuck. And That's just cheating. And it vibrates. And, and it's not a vibrating. It's not a vibrating Johnny, which is still my favorite name. <laughs> and it's like a cock ring that fucking has a thing on it that like vibrates and. Okay, I I propose our. Our sex toy, our, the official Pulp Nightmare sex toy, a vibrating Johnny Cab. That sounds very disturbing. <laughs> oh, I'm in a Johnny Cab, all right. Also, we would have to get the rights from Total Recall, and that's just kind of... Eh, how hard could it be? Yeah, that's right. But anyway, this, uh, this product is apparently going to be real. Wow. I'm ordering mine. I I will fucking order one and use it live on the show, much to everyone's discomfort. I'm charging my uh, no, it died. Never mind. Here's the thing: if it charges your phone, how long does the charge sustain itself? Because my phone battery has a very short lifespan. I have an iPhone. This thing dies after five minutes. Yours too? Yeah. It. Here's here's a question though. How long do you have to masturbate to give your phone a full charge? Hmm. Like, that's a lot of time. Like, at that point, I'd rather just carry around Aqua Power or something. What about, like, I don't know. I think 30 minutes would be excessive. I mean, I guess it's like you can accumulate it up. But, I mean, I don't masturbate that often. Yeah, this is only for, like, hardcore. It's like the people who, like, you know, jerk off until it bleeds every day. Yeah. And I, it, that's just, that's, that's sickening. And I haven't done that in like six months. That perverts a very perverted act. And I, I'm not, I'm not into that. I ever tell you an episode of SVU I watched about a, um, a pedophile priest who was going through therapy to cure himself of his pedophilia by, um, masturbating to like images of Hitler or whatever till, uh, he bled and it was raw and red and he couldn't stop? Was this real? Yeah, this was on TV. Did, was there like, did, was there okay? Did he have like a poster of Hitler? Like, was, no, I, I think it was like a videotape or something. It was, it so, was like, it, it was like evil images, like Hitler, or may no, no wait, no, you know, so, it, it may not have been that. It may have been actually like he had to masturbate to child pornography until he bled and hurt. 
but he had to keep going, and this was supposed to cure him of it. So it's like kind of a weird clockwork orange type method? Essentially. That seems... I don't know where I got Hitler from. <laughs> uh, no, to I be honest, that, like that makes more sense than what you're describing. Like, I mean, if you're into that, you might as well be into Hitler. I don't know, though. Hitler was kind of... I don't know. I don't... Listen, Hitler was a terrible person, but let's not, you know... Yeah, let's not, let's not, let's not attack him physically, I mean... I mean, sure, he was ugly and short, he had lots of things wrong with him, but he, he could grow a mustache. Can you grow a mustache like that? Hey, look at that cloth. Look at that head of hair. That was a comb-over, dude. Come on. I know, I just, I wanted to up Hitler's self-esteem. Is that so wrong? Yes, it's wrong. I, I immediately regret that. What the hell am I talking about? We're talking about Hitler a lot. We seem to do that like every time we get the chance. It's it's kind of disturbing to be honest. Well, Hitler was into some weird sex shit, so it's kind of on topic. Okay, okay. Put this back. Would he be into the white band? Oh, fucking Nazi Germany would be all over that. Like they'd have a tank powered by it. They would actually invent the first one just to beat us. Though if it's Hitler, it'd be like it's powered by poop. <laughs> Shit on my face. It'd be great. <laughs> he just sticks up his ass. <laughs> oh. See, that, that, see that's they, they have to they have to take the watch to new levels. Not just masturbation. Not just sex. Specific also, sex acts. Also, it wouldn't power a cell phone. It would power nuclear weapons. You know, I could see that. I, I think that would be the next step for nuclear weapons: is sex powered. Like, what if Skynet tried this? type of stuff like instead of the t-1000 they had like the watch that you have to <laughs> i mean why do you think sam worthington was so beautiful that is true same thing so how much is this watch gonna be uh they don't say they don't give any sort of price um i imagine not very much considering it's gonna be in they're gonna have to make a lot of these i mean are they would that actually be popular if people knew about it which is why i say we spread the word if they give us money what I'm saying is we can be bought. We were saying we really want to be sponsored by the Wank Watch. Yeah, it's better than nothing. True. So, uh... Also, can you imagine Pulp Nightmare brought to you by Pornhub? <laughs> oh, the my wearable, dream. The wearable tech that allows you to love the planet by loving yourself. That's actually a tagline for this thing. Seriously? <laughs> yes. Wow. All right, maybe we should move on. Yes. Okay. Batman arrested after threatening to blow up hospital. Batman, no. <laughs> what I like is that he's finally come full circle where, like, it was his enemies doing this type of stuff, and now it's like he's gone so stir-crazy in the Batcave. He's just like, oh, I'm going to see what it's like on the other side. So... As the infamous Cape Crusader, Batman is known for hunting down the infamous criminals of Gotham City and saving many lives in the process. <laughs> but for one would-be superhero, he has managed to land himself in hot water for behavior which is out of character for Bruce Wayne. I disagree with that. Christopher Schwartz, known as the Bar Harbor Batman, has made appearances at parties and summer parades in the Marine in the main area dressed as Batman. But on April Fool's Day, he posted on Facebook that he would blow up a hospital unless he was paid $1 million. According to WABI, the post read, I demand payment of $1 million or I will blow up a hospital. Once the funds are secured, private message me for further instruction. 
However, not everybody shared the wannabe Batman sense of humor and unfavorable responses to his post soon began to appear. Within just one hour, police officers were knocking at his door and arrested him on terrorizing charge. <laughs> Please tell me he was still dressed like Batman. Well, his Facebook page is the Bar Harbor Batman, and he has like a logo of a, whor- a unicorn dressed as Batman. What? I don't know either, but yeah. Um... No, we have to go back to the unicorn for a second. Yeah. I, okay, just... Let me just send you the image. It's, it's No, no, I want you to describe this to me. Okay. Picture a cartoon uniform. Done. Beautiful. Oh, that's majestic. Now, picture that same cartoon unicorn putting on a pair of gray tights, full-body gray tights, then putting on bat horseshoes, which have which are black and have the three fins on all four. Now, picture him putting... And by the way, the horse is putting on the items himself, so this is a fully, you know, modular horse. Sure, okay. Um, this is already really creepy. This is actually... I was expecting it to be kind of, I don't know, whimsical in a way? And maybe a little bit weird? This is just creepy. Now, this is just like the build-up to get you the mental image of what this image looks like. Because it's not like this is like an animated GIF where it's the horse goes through the act of putting on the suit. That would be crazy. <laughs> but, okay, he puts on the logo, and he has the under he has the black underwear. I don't know why that much detail was put into it. Why do you think it's a he? Oh, oh I didn't think of that. And why is this his Facebook image? Um, no reason. Is he a unicorn? I I guess it's possible. I mean, unicorns aren't known for threatening hospitals. But yeah, the unicorn has everything. He has the cape and the cowl and still has the horn visible. How will he ever protect his secret identity? <laughs> exactly. Who's unicorn, Batman? Could it be the one fucking unicorn on the world? Recently bought by millionaire Bruce Wayne? <laughs> Certainly not. Batman, you can't teach a unicorn to be Batman. I must. <laughs> anyway. Why does Robin always have to put up with this? <laughs> anyway. no, I mean, no I'm, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I got stuck on the unicorn. Continue. Oh, no, I appreciate it, because there's not much more to the story. <laughs> but speaking- How can there not be more? <laughs> How? <laughs> Why is it not like <laughs> ten pages long? This is amazing. Speaking to WABI, Mr. Schwartz, who lives two blocks from Mount Desert Island Hospital in Bar Harbor, said, What surprised me the most is how quickly everything happened. I didn't even think of it after I posted it. I'm like, I've got to post something today. It's April Fool's. And his mind just went to threatening to blow up a hospital. I mean, I guess CV is trying to be like Batman. Yeah. Once again, with the unicorn. So... It's even weirder because, like, you get this really threatening message with a unicorn dressed as Batman. So you're getting weird mixed messages. I don't like this guy. <laughs> I think he's really misrepresenting Batman. And I, unicorns. No, I, I, I think he's representing unicorns just fine. You know unicorns are fucking... I don't even know what unicorns are. They don't exist. Why are we going down this hole? Unicorns are bullshit. Who, really? Wh- who in... Where does unicorns come from? They're stupid. I mean, when you think about it, it's just a horse with a horn. It, why is that fucking magical? Oh, it's got a fucking horn. You know what else has a fucking horn? Rhinos. 
Rhinos aren't magical. Why does ever? Why does no one ever say rhinos are magical? And they should be. Rhinos are fucking awesome. They fucking thick hides. They're like fucking tanks and shit. They can break you in half with their jaws. Fucking, it, it's it's. I, I'm I'm very displeased with unicorns and people's <laughs> perception of unicorns because they're stupid. They're just dumb. Why? Why? why I, mean, are, think, I mean, when you think about it, there's so many other magical esque animals in the animal kingdom than unicorns, or even just fucking other horse related mystical animals. Like, why isn't Pegasus or Pegasi or whatever the fuck you want to call it? They got wings. They can fucking fly. Yeah, that's at least like something. Because the horse, because like it'd be different if the horn shot like a laser, but the horns don't generally shoot a laser. Not even in the myth. I've seen version of this where they shoot rainbows, but that seems also pointless. Yeah, well, that's just that's just irritating. It is. Oh, get the get the multicolors out of my house. Just get them out of my house. I, I I don't like unicorns. I don't know why people are obsessed with unicorns and put them on things. It needs to die. And why are they like purple all the time? That just seems extra unnecessary. It's stupid. I don't. It Let's get it all the fucking unicorn. Yeah. What we're saying is, Pulp Nightmare does not condone unicorns ever. Yeah, I, I, I'm all for flying magical horses, just not regular magical horses with horns in their heads. Because what's good is that? Magical horses with any sort of power. Just just give them the power. Saying that, how fucking awesome would it be to have a fucking cane made of the ivory from a unicorn's horn? That is that, the, that is the most decadent thing that could ever be. A fucking Ivory cane made like, from a unicorn. That sounds like the buildup for an over-the-top 80s villain. <laughs> yes. Uh, that, I am Gene all for that. Simmons. Oh, God, Gene Simmons with an ivory unicorn cane. Just strolling into an office and slitting someone's throat. It's a fucking... It's like it, it's it's a 1980s you know classic 80s urban setting, but it's also an 80s fantasy movie at the yes. same time. But in an 80s city urban environment, RoboCop meets Labyrinth. Yes, exactly. And fucking Gene Simmons is the magical evil wizard. Yes. Slash drug lord. Yes. He's called the Mage. Yes. Street name. That yes, he's the Mage. He fucking cooks up all the good elixirs. Exactly, and he fucking wiped out all the unicorns, and he has a and he, and, you know he has like ivory shit, and he has a fucking ivory cane that uses utilizes a fucking sword and shit. And it's up to Christopher Lambert as the knight. Yes, aka yes. a Brooklyn cop. Yes, yes, who's come? Fuck it, it's Detroit. He's come to Detroit <laughs> uh, on fucking in. What's a, what's a what's a good eighties car? No, in a, on a motorcycle, on yes. a fucking motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, just a big Harley. And it's got it's got a sidecar though because he's got his minstrel in there who's a who's a blues mu- musician. Yeah, and he's come to Detroit because um, the the maids has uh, uh, kidnaps the mayor's daughter. Yeah, her name is Princess. Her pet name is Princess. Yes. And I, I want to write this fucking movie now. And um, I could convince Gene Simmons to star in my backyard. Exactly. Lambert would probably ask for a little more money, but you know. And we would just pay him in wine. He's French. So, um, so he kidnaps, so he could take over, so he could have uh, free reign of the city. 
and rename and he, he wants to rename it something. What is what is what does she rename it? Kiss Apocalypse. Yes, the tie-in. The tie-in because they do the soundtrack. Yes, exactly. And he's an investor on the movie, so he can get this shit done. There's Kiss merchandise everywhere on the fucking thing. Every dime of the movie has been paid for by Kiss. They all make cameos. Yes, they play fucking. Um, uh, they they play fer- fucking fairies that come around to give the knight advice. Yes. They're fucking like uh, fucking what's his name from Masters of the Universe. Um, I I know who you're thinking of. Uh, that motherfucker. Yeah, small dude. Yeah, the small floaty dude. Yes. So <laughs> go to him, give him advice on how to storm the corporate tower belonging to the mage. Which is built up like pretty much a castle, but made out of skyscrapers. Yes, it's a bunch of skyscrapers like put together, so it's like fucking jigsawed. Yeah. It's a beautiful matte painting. So, so the knight fucking storms the castle and fights his way to the top, and then does battle with the mage. Well, I, he, no, 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 first, before, before he does battle with the mage, he has to contend with the gremlins, the local street gang. <laughs> yes, yes. And the orcs. Who are their vicious enemies? Like it's like the Bloods and the Crips. Knight gets stuck in the middle of a vicious gang war. The mage is set up to send the city further into chaos. But the knight ends up getting them to work together. And Let's... the knight takes up a SWAT shield and a baton. Yes, yes. And they have to, and together they have to fight the mage's heavy, simply known as Dragon. <laughs> Yes, he's um, he's like a big Asian dude because it was the it was eighties well, movies. There's always like non-talking Asian dudes. No, no, no. Here, here's even better. So this was the eighties, and he would have still been alive. Andre the Giant. Yes, yes, Andre the fucking giant with a giant fucking t- dragon tattoo <laughs> on his back and chest. Yes, yes. over his arms. <laughs> Just scale tattoos. He has a mohawk. God, they have to fucking take down the dragon before they can even get into the tower. Exactly. And uh, and the knight has, like, um, he's a disgrace cop. Like, he had to leave the force because of an incident that happened. He yeah. Yeah, he was he was uh, sent to Detroit after, after Chicago wouldn't have him. Yes, yes. Like, something tragic happened. So he has a tragic backstory. Uh, something tragic, MB. Um... His wife and child uh, uh, drove themselves off of a bridge. I don't know. Sure, why the fuck not? Like they get a flat tire and and like it blows out and they just they just swerve in. It's it's like really more of a freak accident. And he doesn't really have any way to he doesn't really blame himself or anything. It's just kind of a weird facet of his backstory. And so he can tell it dramatically, and we love him more. Yes, exactly. He he puts like his own little personal spin on it. Yeah. Like, we see the events as they happen, but he's describing different events, so he seems crazy, but we go along with it because he just sounds so heroic. He's just so fucking heroic. He's a good guy. I mean, that's Christopher Lambert. He was the Highlander. Yeah, you always believe what Christopher Lambert tells you. Exactly. I believed him in Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. He turned out to be bad, but still. In his 12 seconds of screen time, he commanded presence. And he had, like, tattoos all over his face. Yeah, for no reason. It was amazing. It's a weird movie. Very weird. Anyway, actually, this amazing movie pitch that we're going off of because I've for- completely forgotten about the story that I was reading. Yeah, fuck it, Batman something. So 
What, 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 we need a name for this. A Knight's Tale. No. No, uh, God damn it. Uh, Dungeon City. I like it. Dear God, Dungeon City. A franchise, if there ever was one. Dungeon City just sounds like a heavy metal album. It does. I can see the like I can see the poster art and the cover art. It's a city on fire and dragons and <laughs> fucking Lambert holding a sword up on the front. And that totally sounds like something that would happen in the eighties where they're just like, Well, Dungeon and Dragons is really popular. Movies with City in the title are really popular. Dungeon City. And Lambert would totally be the lead. Canon films. Jesus. Who would play the princess? We need somebody to play the princess. Yes. Sigourney Weaver. Nah, she's too big for canon. Yeah. In the 80s. Yeah, that's true. Plus, I can't buy her as a princess. She would be like, she would be the knight. She would be. She's the she's the knight in Dungeon City 2. Ooh, I got an idea. The tragic thing that happened was he couldn't save the life of his partner. Fellow knight played by Sigourney Weaver in a cameo. Dear God! And they put her all over the trailer to make it seem like she's the star of the movie. Yeah, but she only gets, like, one scene. Yeah. Because that's all they could afford. And she falls to her death. She falls to her death in a vat of molten steel. Dear God, that's 80s. Fucking A. Can Kurtwood Smith be there? Yes. I just just want some tie to RoboCop. Yes, he can be. He's, um... Yeah, he's not the mayor. He's not the mayor, but he's the mage's, like, right-hand man. He's, like... They call him the court jester. Yes. Yes. But he's he's not like silly or anything or over the top. He's just he's almost like a silent henchman. Like yes. he breaks his knuckles. That's his thing. Fucking uh the knight knocks him out of a window and he falls to his death. He falls to his death and explodes in a cloud of dust because that was a weird effect they always had in the 80s. Yes, he was loaded with TNT. <laughs> Because the uh, the mage has a terrible Frankenstein complex and is always doing weird backroom surgeries. <laughs> I just, imagine, just imagine Gene Simmons in a lab just <laughs> sticking TNT in Kurtwood Smith. All of his henchmen are booby-trapped. <laughs> and with the fucking storm raging the sky above them, fucking Baton Decane are fighting at the, the fucking... The rooftop of the, the fucking castle. <laughs> He's still wearing riot gear as armor. Until fucking uh, the knight knocks the mage onto like this large uh, antenna and fucking lightning strikes and kills him. Just fries him like a corpse. It's a vicious, like it's a it's a puppet effect. So you see it melting. Yes. Who should play the princess though? We still haven't figured that out. I don't know. Oh, also, right, right, right before the end credits, and everything seems happy. The knight walks off into the distance, and the princess, and all that, and he's now sheriff or whatever the fuck of this fucking city of Detroit. <laughs> it cuts to fucking the antenna, and the body's gone. Oh, and hand oh. reaches, grabs the fucking cane that's been stuck in the ground, and pulls it out. A and, skeletal hand. Yes, and question mark. <laughs> and that was Dungeon City. The most '80s fantasy film of all time, and says the night when says the night or the fuck his name is will return in Dungeon City Two. It has a subtitle and everything, and it never fucking happens because this movie made no goddamn money, but it's a cult classic. It's on Blu-ray. I own it right now. Like Anchor Bay made a made an amazing release that has all like source of commentaries and 
Uh, Gene Simmons actually does a solo commentary on it. It's really interesting. He with he, with John Frankenheimer. Yeah, he he mainly t- spends most of it uh, pointing out all the kiss stuff, which is very clearly in every scene. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it's still a pretty good commentary. It is. I like it how is. this went. Through, I like how this went. Just us saying this would be an awesome movie too. We're just pretending it's real now, and we've watched it and we own it. Yeah. Well, I want to live in that world. So do I. Dungeon City sounds awesome. Can we do it as a comic? It's, well, we have to delete this entire episode now because they'll be spoiled. Oh, well, that's no good. All right, fuck okay, it. Let's wait. not do it. Let's not do it as anything. Yeah. Okay. We are totally not doing this as a comic. Do not look for Dungeon City as written by Mike Napier and Envy. Yeah, at a comic book store near you. Totally don't do that. Yeah. I still don't know who would play the princess. Hmm. Wait, young Heather Locklear. Dear God, yes, the best Heather Locklear. Yes. This like this this movie came out like eighty eight, eighty nine, and yeah, I think she probably would have been. How old would Locklear have been back then? She would have been ripe age to fucking star as the princess in a canon film group movie. I like this. This is amazing. We gotta... I, this, I will watch the fuck out. By the way, the knight's last name is simply Knight. Yes. Former detective Knight. Uh, Johnny Tom, Knight. Yes! Johnny Knight. The mayor? Tom Atkins. Oh my god, yes. The mayor of Dungeon City. Donald Pleasance needs to have some sort of a... some sort of a role. Yeah, Pleasance's got to be in there. Pleasance, um, Pleasance plays the mage's dying father, who is the original mage. Oh, dear. He has, like, um, like in Blue Velvet, he has an oxygen tank. Yes. So everything he says is really creepy and disturbing. And the mage fucking finally has enough and fucking sticks his cane through his chest. Yes. To his hospital bed. And he, too, explodes because he actually booby-trapped his own father. Yes, he's just that goddamn insane in eighties. And the mage wears sunglasses all the time, but he takes them off, and he's got one fake eye. That's just gold, just a gold ball in his eye, <laughs> like fucking minute. Oh God, he he calls it like something like the eye of Arthur or something like that. Yes, yes, the eye of Camelot. Yes, the eye of Camelot. <laughs> he takes it out, and it's a MacGuffin. It's like the ultimate. Seed of power. With this, you can control the world. And with the Eye of Camelot in his disposal, he can see what Dungeon City can be under his rule. Dear God. Fuck the podcast. Can we just talk about this for the next three hours? <laughs> <laughs> this all sounds amazing. It does. It does. I want, I want to do this so bad. Dungeon City. Anyway. <laughs> What's the other news story? <laughs> doesn't matter at this point. Eh, might as well get it out there anyway. All right, all right, all right. All right. Men shunning sex. <laughs> this is what we're falling up Dungeons. <laughs> I know. Nothing can compete with that. Oh, uh, fucking Dungeons. <laughs> Why the cat in the Summer 1988. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I want to mock up posters so bad. <laughs> I can see the trailer and everything. Oh my god. God, I just imagine Lambert in SWAT gear but with chainmail. Yes. Uh, the fucking, like, the front shield of, like, the riot mask is, like, all broken and you just see one of his eyes. God. It's 80s as fuck. Fucking Andre the Giant fucking battling. <laughs> Dragon tattoos. The help of his minstrel. 
I know who the fuck would play as Minstrel. Oh, my God. Okay. In one scene of Dungeon... I know. We're going back to this. We're, we've, already, <laughs> we've already lost the story, but this is worth it. There's a scene featuring a, a character called the Bard. Who does he? Who is playing him? David Bowie. Yes, Bowie has to be in there. Let's dance. It's a it's a club scene, and that's where a climatic battle happens. Yes, he Bowie owns the bar. Exactly. It's a strip club. It's actually called the Barge Tavern. Yes, yes, yes. It has a whole medieval like uh, slant to it, but it's also a super eighties like dance club. Yeah, like, everyone's dressed up in, like, old-timey clothing, like they're in a renaissance fair, but at the same time, they're snorting, snorting coke. And <laughs> I, I know I know who plays the minstrel. I know who plays the minstrel. Who? Bobcat Goldweight. <laughs> I am all for this. Yes. Fucking. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> fucking little sidecars. They're going down the fucking highway. <laughs> fucking. Bobcat! Yes! With a fucking mandolin strapped to his back! Yes! He has like a Friar Tuck haircut. Yes, and he's fucking proficient with fucking throwing knives and shit. That's what he does. This would be a better Dungeons and Dragon movie than the Dungeons and Dragon movie. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm so sad this doesn't exist! Oh my god, I wish this existed. Uh, and god, you know what would be amazing for Dungeons 82? Which would never happen, but they would be in talks with Carl Weathers. <sighs> who would who, Weathers play? Weathers? Hmm. Weathers has to play a good guy. Oh yeah, he's gotta be the lead. Yeah, because I imagine... Okay, so like a skeletal... <gasps> He's he's the Chicago police captain who ousted Johnny Knight. Yes. And he's come to reclaim him. Because but first he has to find him in Dungeon City. Yes. And fucking guess who's helping the mage? The mage now a skeletal version of himself in like a tattered hood and shit. Yeah. He's no longer played by Gene Simmons because they just hired like a voice actor. Yeah. It's Frank Welker, actually. It, yeah, it's Frank Welker. But who does he get help from? Frank Langella. Dear God, <laughs> the Skeletor reference, the, oh, Jesus. Exactly. Would Lundgren be in it? Fucking of course, they need a new heavy. Get out of the dragon's gone. Oh, God. He's literally called the Behemoth. <sighs> He's got fucking iron gloves on his fists. <laughs> yes, fucking it just gets more. Spikes on the end. It just gets more over the top. Carl Weathers has to sword fight him with his fists. Yeah, but Carl Weathers, here's the thing. He becomes a tech knight. So he kind of he wears like this technological knight suit. He has like a robotic eye. Yes. Like he has one of those visors that Vegeta had. Yeah, he has like a scouter. Because he goes through this whole thing when he comes to Dungeon City. Of course, every, every, everything in this world is fairy tale oriented still. Is fantasy oriented. But he's, he's not a knight. And through being thrown into Dungeon City and through these... Uh, Everything all through the ordeal, he becomes a knight by the end, but he becomes a tech knight. Yes. So he has a final fucking costume he wears in the last ten minutes of the movie. And there's not enough of it. Oh yeah, there's only like maybe five minutes in total, and it's mostly in shadow. Yeah, and Langella totally has like a final transformation thing. Yeah, yeah, under heavy prosthetics. 
Oh yeah, because Langella's like the uh, like the kingpin of crime or something. Like he's a Capone uh, like figure in this world. He's uh, he's he's um he's from Europe, and he has like this fucking final transformation that's com- always in, in like a little bit of shadow. But they all have to team up and and uh, and kill him. Yeah, they knock a building on him. <laughs> he no. He unleashes his awesome power, and it's so awesome that it knocks a building onto himself, like the Super Shredder. Yes. Oh. Well, now I'm sad the sequel doesn't exist. <laughs> well, don't worry. The sequels would get increasingly terrible because they're in the 90s, and they lose budget, and canon goes under. So. Well, the, the, the entire cast ends up being replaced. Like, uh, a Johnny Knight is, is, was recast for the, first, the fourth movie. Uh, but he's only in the first five minutes to hand the torch to a younger actor who's just this yeah. random stunt guy from like uh, Michigan. Yeah, and uh, it just went downhill after that. Yeah, yeah. And they made like a couple of direct-to-video sequels in like 2001, but they had like they they relied a lot on like video game graphics. And- yeah, they, they were going for like a whole pastiche kind of thing. Luckily, uh, I heard Dynamite's picked up the IP and they're going to do like this whole like uh, old school like miniseries about it, like yeah. going back to like be like the, the the real third movie after you know that whole direct- director debacle halfway through filming. Well, the third movie would actually have like a proper side-scrolling video game, so many fans would consider that to be the third movie. Oh, you mean Dungeon City Crawl? Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I had that for the Genesis. I know. I had it for the Super Nintendo. It was it was amazing. I felt like I was Johnny Knight. And those sixteen bit graphics did everything to convey just the the soullessness of Dungeon City. The worst place to live. Yeah. But one you would fight for. One you would die for. What'd the tagline be for Dungeon City? Have we put uh, too much thought into this? I don't think we've put enough thought, frankly. This can, go, this can go on for another three hours as far as I'm concerned. I'm trying to think of a tagline. Dungeon City. Look, it's too good for a goddamn tagline. You know what? You're right. It doesn't even... You know what? It's one of those posters that doesn't even have the title. It's just a it's stark image. Just an image and credits on the bottom. That's yeah, it. You exactly. figure out what the fuck it is. Like, you see that poster, you sit down fucking cross-legged in the theater, and you don't fucking move until that release date that's on the top of the poster hits and then you walk into the theater and you find out what the fuck that movie is you don't know a goddamn thing except that what that fucking image says because it's that goddamn fucking enthralling i'm spitting all over the place i'm so passionate <laughs> and remember it still doesn't make any money but it's a cult hit it is and this i mean obviously like the the sequel almost went into production but it, it didn't yeah there was i mean as we explained there was a whole outline and there were casting decisions, like names were being thrown around. Like there were going to be some serious, serious conversations. Yeah, Dungeon City uh, Two was actually going to come out like a good eight months after the first one, try to capitalize on it, but tanked. Yeah, Dungeon City Two: The Crawl. It would have been good. It, it yeah. would have been good, but alas, we don't live in we don't live in that kind of world where Dungeon City happened. And yeah, we don't live in our own imaginations, which is where we should be living. I'd like it's to live in my better. imagination. It's better than this world. The Wild Kingdom would it be a movie series. Dungeon City. I wouldn't be alone. I would have a roommate made of fire. You do? Yeah, he's he's a. I don't want to say much about him. God damn it! Whatever we named you, Fire Being. <laughs> he has many names. Let's face it. 
uh, Mark or Stefan. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But anyway, Dungeon City aside, though why would you ever want to take that aside? Unless you want to take it aside to make it happen. That's right. We're starting a Kickstarter. Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hire Christopher Lambert. <laughs> what the fuck else is he doing? Uh, I just want to meet Gene Simmons' daughter, okay? This is all an elaborate scheme just to meet Sophie Simmons. <laughs> the like, Mike, we, wants what it wants, MB. Like, Mike, we put $3.5 billion into this. I don't care who's worth it. Flush it all away. <laughs> it's done now. I just put a shotgun in my mouth and blow my brains out. You just, just, first. just as you meet her. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. <laughs> and that's the lonely death of my <laughs> the tale we were building to this entire time and I guess that's been this episode of Pulse Nightmares <laughs> it's been something yeah I guess we'll save the news story for the next episode <laughs> I don't care about the news story this was this was amazing this was more than worth it <laughs> and I've been Mike I've been MB. And you've just been to Dungeon City. Coming 1988. Listen next week to another tale of the strange and terrifying. <laughs>